Attention, patriots. Broadcasting from the free zones, Radio Free Redoubt begins in 5, 4, 3, 2... Well, good morning, God-fearing, liberty-loving patriots. Hoping you had a blessed weekend. And we're off to another very exciting, interesting week ahead of us. Good morning, Lady Liberty. Well, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone out there. Welcome to Monochromatic Monday. Yes, where the truth, where the truth of is God is black and white. Black and white, that's right. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and how interesting, because uh, over... Over this weekend, uh, in our Bible study on Saturday, we had we had some really fascinating stuff come up. Um, in particular, the the whole idea of the love of the truth that they might be saved that comes from Second Thessalonians chapter two verses ten through twelve, mm-hmm. and and how in the end times, uh, you know, everybody would be so deceived. But it says, but it says in Second Thessalonians. Uh, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And so what a, what a fascinating concept that if you don't receive the love of the truth— Yes. Those people are not going to be saved. And and how it's just it's such an interesting fascinating thing that we're seeing right, right. here with with just so much deception and you know growing up it didn't used to be like that. You no. and I didn't oh, face no. any of that in the news. All the news was pretty straightforward even evenly uh you know given given argument from both sides it was fairly represented on all accounts and there was never this massive deception going on that's right and so so such a stunning thing to understand that all of those people have not received the love of the truth right and and that they are being sent by god a strong delusion that they should believe the lie yep. so it's what a what an interesting thing that not only do they believe the lie, but they're going to get the, the double spanking of, oh, well, you believe that and you didn't love the truth. Well, I'm going to give you a whole bunch more of that then. Right. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Kind of, kind of like the talents that God gives you, you know, if, if you use what you have, he'll give you more of it. Right. Yes. And so I guess apparently the same goes for them as well. The people who are unrighteous and want to believe the lie, he'll give them a double portion of that. Well, there comes a point, biblically speaking, historically, biblically speaking, uh, when when they got to that point where they hated the truth, they didn't want the truth, right. they skewed the truth, they deceived themselves, uh, God would bring judgments to them, but in shakings. In other words, to get your attention so you'll turn back. Right. And oftentimes, sometimes they would. Uh, but sometimes they would double down on their rebelliousness right. and shake their fists at God and curse him, right? 
and they don't want to let they don't want the truth they hate the truth they like the darkness they hate the light and so things have to increasingly the lord uh, historically has increased the intensity of things until uh, either full judgment comes on or until things get so bad that they, they finally do, they cry out to him and turn back to him, which is the whole point of the, the tribulation is to get the, the Jewish people that is Israel to turn back to him, right. right? To their Messiah. But I'm looking like we're looking at the news now and like this, this monkey pox thing, which the CDC is trying to put out guidance, right? But they're not acknowledging the truth that it's STD. Right. It's it's not a, a COVID outbreak. It's not a COVID pandemic. Now the CDC is trying to push vaccines for children for monkeypox. Oh, yikes. Right. So, which, hence, moneypox, right? Because it's all about money then. Why would you be giving it to children when this is obviously something that is an STD that is spreading through the male homosexual community? Right. And... But they won't acknowledge that they hate they hate the truth they they don't want the truth now we're seeing uh you know more more than more people now, according to two polls, more people now have died from this thing they're calling a vaccine than who have died from covid right and uh I think these are things that are these are shakings these are judgments that that are trying to get people's attention and they're doubling down. Absolutely. They're cursing God. They yeah. don't want the truth. And so it's just so important for us to love truth. I mean, really develop a love for truth. Well, exactly. And that's what you and I have been, we've been slamming the truth home for the past, well, two years now, a little over two years now. And like this latest thing here in this article from the Epic Times, it says that the CDC claims the link between heart inflammation and COVID-19 vaccines wasn't known for most of 2021. And that we can we can defy that and say that's absolute nonsense because we knew about it. If we knew, we've been, then we've they been definitely re- knew. Yeah, we've been reporting about it. Yeah. We were watching all of those those vaccine victims on on the telegram channels and there were tens of thousands of them every single day new ones uploaded and so they darn well did too know well and the other thing too exactly i don't know if they realized they just stepped in it because uh by saying they didn't know through much of 2021 that there was a link between the so-called vaccine and heart inflammation now they're saying they do know Right. So now they're pushing something that they do know is there is a connection to. And look at the tens of thousands of service members that have been kicked out for something that was never FDA approved. They were told that what you'll be getting, you'll be it'll be mandatory for you to get the FDA approved version of it. You won't be able to say no. There never has been. There is not an FDA approved version out there. Right. All it is is authorized for emergency use. There is no emergency. There, there, there is no emergency. This thing needs to be stopped. Well, and keep... especially if they're aiming it towards children, any of these false vaccines, right. you know, and especially a monkeypox vaccine aimed at children when they're already admitting, oh, yeah, we didn't know that it was linked to all those other things. And, you know, and, and they were, and were trying to invent a new name for some new disease that suddenly came up and, and caused people to just suddenly die. Well, 
here we go. You know, now they're admitting, oh, I guess there there are links. And, and of course they knew, but they were not going to pass up the chance to see how many people they could wipe out with it first. Right. right? And so, boy, yeah, it, this is where developing the love of the truth is going to save your life here. Yeah. You know, I mean, not just through eternity, but, but uh, here as well. And boy, we just... It's just, it's very, very unfortunate that you and I are shouting this from the rooftops for people ne- never to get those vaccines. That's right. And, you know, it's, I guess you can only reach so many, so many people. <laughs> it's, it's not a vaccine. A vaccine prevents you from getting it. And all these people that are double, triple jabbed are getting it. And, and dying. <clears throat> and dying. Yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to kill you. Right. Uh, you know, the, I mean... The we we have far surpassed last year the deaths from the jab surpassed all adverse reactions from the previous ten years from every other type of vaccine that was FDA approved combined. That's right. It far surpassed it, and they're still continuing to push it. It's well, like I said before, it's murder, really. Right, and it, and it's coming from our enemies within. And so, yep. you know, just to keep all of that uh, straight as well is, is also very important. Yeah, we just had a couple family members come down with COVID. Um, it kicked their behinds like it did us. And guess what? Now we have they got natural immunity. Yep. <laughs> and we don't worry about it. And not like these people that are getting double, triple jab that are on their second and third case of getting COVID. Yep. The ones that, that weren't killed by the jab. So anyway, enough of that. Let's uh, let's do the word yeah, of the let's day. Do the word of the day. We had um, before, right before we get to that, too, uh, during our Bible study on Saturday this last weekend. If you want to watch something that was just very, very uplifting um, and very uh, heartwarming, and I don't know, it's just a, it's one of those things that you're you feel fortunate that you've seen it. And so I wanted to recommend to you something that we watched over the weekend on YouTube. And it was called, it was, it was about, it was one of the stories about uh, this man that had died for, he actually died for 11 hours. And you, you may have heard of him. He's, he, his story is very, very famous now. And he's been on It's Supernatural with Sid Roth. And his name is Jim Woodford. He's the author of Heaven. And he's also the author of An Unexpected Journey. But he has he has a little clip on YouTube that's about 28 minutes long that is called What This Horse Told Me in Heaven Will Melt Your Heart. And it's it's put on by It's Supernatural Network. And it just is it was just very, very uplifting and encouraging yeah. that in a in a time where the world is going crazy that somebody that actually died and then is brought back to life. And he, when he died, he was not a Christian either. So that's also a very inspiring aspect of his story. Was he the one who, he was raised as a Christian, but then he got uh, away from it? And is he the one that just as he was dying, he's, he cries out, God help me, or God forgive yes. me? Yes, yep. God yep. forgive me. Yep. And, and uh, yep. And, and that whole story is 
absolutely fascinating. And and so I just encourage you to check that out on YouTube when you can. Again, it's called What This Horse Told Me in Heaven Will Melt Your Heart because he was a horseman in, in his life. And so that was a, a fascinating aspect also. You know what's interesting too is several accounts that we've had were doctors. I mean, they, they certified, no, he was he was dead. He oh, was yes. a, he was on the slab. He was Yeah, he gone. was he was there the whole time from you know, the whole time. He was everything was documented right. by his doctors. Yeah, another yeah. guy was like thirty like thirty minutes. Yeah. He was he was dead. So clinically doctors had him uh, there's no, no brain activity, no heart stop, everything. He's dead. Right. And the doctors were, verified it. And so you don't dream. This is not just a dream. Right. <laughs> and all these people are saying a lot of the same things. A lot of these people that were sent back, uh, a lot of, many of them were Christians who like had walked away from the faith. And uh, one thing that's interesting that's common to all of them, they went to what they described as heaven, but there was the city that they were not allowed to enter. Right. Multiple right. Yep. cases of people who have come back said that they got to see it, but they, they couldn't go in. Right. And then they were sent back. Well, and you know, a very interesting thing that Jim Woodford had mentioned in his, in his uh, story was he mentioned the halls of healing that he saw there. And he, um, there was the halls of knowledge, um, the halls of healing. And he asked, he said, he asked the angel that was with him, he said, um, well, I could understand the halls of knowledge, which apparently is where all of the books of our lives are kept. Mm. And he said, I get, I get that. But what about the halls of healing? Um, you know, this is basically heaven, right? right. <laughs> what healing needs to happen. And, and it was described that the halls of healing were for people that had just at the very last instant before they died, they accepted Christ as their savior. Like, you know, like as they're dying, they accepted Christ as their savior. And a lot of these people, um, he said, people like drug addicts, and uh, other other people that had been through very very traumatic things in their lives, oh, and yeah, yeah. and hadn't had a chance to have any parts of their souls healed while they were still here, mm -hmm. and and so they had it's what he said he saw was halls of healing for those people that had just damaged um, souls. traumatic damaged souls, and they they just needed they needed uh, healing. Yeah, they're whole. Now. Yeah. Yep. And um, and I thought, wow, that's a fascinating aspect for for those of for those of you out there who have prodigal sons or daughters that you're just praying for them all the right. time, you know, um, hoping that that they they come back to the Lord or that they even find the Lord. And and so I thought that was a very intriguing aspect, and mm -hmm. and also shows the great compassion of the Lord and His understanding of what. The, the trauma that happens to people. And so, so anyway, yeah, just, I just encourage you to look that up. It will be time well spent, guaranteed. Yeah. Yep. And so, so, but the word of the day for Monochromatic Monday comes to us from Philippians chapter 2, verses 8 through 11 that read, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, 
and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And that's it. That's a cool one. That is very cool. Every every knee will bow. Every everybody knee. who's under the earth, everybody who's on the earth. Yeah, that's that's another interesting aspect says of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth. Yep. Makes you go, oh, under the earth? What do you mean, under yeah. the earth? <laughs> and obviously... No matter how rebellious you are, no matter how atheistic you think you are, uh, you will, every knee will bow. Yes, All of heaven and all of earth. That's right. And and so it, it, we're, we're discussing and, and watching sermons about uh, the beauty of humility, right? Where... Um, the Bible doesn't tell you humble, uh, doesn't say be humble. The Bible says humble yourself. Right. Right. And, and you, you, you must humble yourself because like it says here, uh, Jesus humbled himself. That's right. Um, to the point of death, even the death of the cross. And so, so if, if you're not humble and Jesus was more humble than you. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That if, if God, the creator of all things, who knows all things, who's uh, omnipotent, he's, he's omniscient, everything, and he humbled himself, yep. you better not be standing there puffed up above him. You know what oh, I the, mean? You, you, this is where everything's going to be put right in its place. You're going to know your place, no matter how much you thought of yourself. That's right. Uh, or how rebellious you were, whatever your personal ideologies are as far as God or who's God or is there a God, is all just going to be settled. And and all those people are going to say, huh, but I didn't know. I had no idea. But you do know. Right. Nobody will, be, will have an excuse. Uh, you're not going to talk your way out of it. That's right. And and even even being obedient to the Lord is being humble. Yeah. It, you have to humble yourself in order to do what somebody tells you to. Right. Right? You know, where you have to say, "Oh, you're definitely better than me." Yeah. <laughs> and I am supposed to compare myself to you and you've got me beat by 10 million light years, right? No kidding. Um so yes, always always and it says humble yourself. Right. And so, yeah, keep that in mind. And it's that's the true beauty that comes out is when you have humbled yourself and you have a contrite heart and you're showing humility before the Lord. That's true beauty. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Praise God. Uh, You want to put that out one more thought? Philippians. Okay. So that was Philippians chapter 2, verses 8 through 11. Okay. All right. All right. Got it. Thanks. Uh, You all meditate on that one and, uh, yeah, dive deep into that one. That was, that's really good. Thanks. Okay, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, this segment brought to you by Prepping 2.0, helping to take your preps to the next level with the podcast over there with Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. The website is prepping2-0.com. Check it out. This is The Morning Commute with JJS and Lady Liberty. Stay right there. To God. And lastly, obligation number eight. Dedicate a part of your everyday life to the bringing of these requirements of American citizenship to the attention of fellow students, fellow workers, neighbors, and friends. Are you prepared to defend yourself in the dark? 
A weapon light helps you identify and even deter threats in low light. But it can be difficult to find a secure and comfortable holster. At Works, we design and build holsters for Glock and Six Hour pistols with lights. Our precision fit holsters will help you carry with confidence so you're ready to defend yourself day and night. Go to WorksHolsters.com. Find your gun and light in our holster finder. Select your preferred carry style and order your holster today. Welcome back from the break. This is segment two of the morning commute with JJS and Lady Liberty coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Uh, thank you guys for helping to keep us on the air. We are doing our two year. We just hit two year on the air, two year anniversary of the morning commute. And we're doing a fundraiser. We're halfway there and uh, we've got to hit our goal. If you guys want to keep us on the air, so we can uh, continue doing this. Uh, we love hearing the feedback and, and knowing you guys are praying for us and uh, interacting with you guys. And uh, th- this is a blessing to you, but uh, we do need, this is listener supported. There's just no way around it. We thank our commercial sponsors for helping to offset some of the costs. But uh, yeah, we just go to radiofreeredoubt.com and click on the uh, little thermometer, the thermometer there on the right-hand side. And uh, that's where we're tracking the progress there. I got a, a couple more uh, donations to add to that. So that'll bring it up to halfway. So uh, anyway, yeah, perfectly consider supporting us. Lady Liberty, segment two, lots that's of cool right. stuff. Yes, that's right, everyone. Welcome back to Monochromatic Monday. We've got some uh, very cool things that happened in Wisconsin where uh, special counsel Michael Gableman, who was a former judge, called on Wisconsin lawmakers to decertify the 2020 election. Wow. Although his investigation has faced blowback from top Democrats, such as Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers. And so Trump pointed him out, and he was uh, actually this, this former judge, Gableman. He is behind the guy that had actually endorsed him into his yep. position. And so he's backing his opponent. And and so he's he's backing Adam Steen against Speaker Robin Voss. And so Trump Trump said, and you know, Michael is endorsing Steen, Trump said. Gableman spoke at the Trump rally and did not mention Steen or Voss. And he delivered the prayer. But how great that he was hired to investigate the 2020 election. Yes. And he is calling on Wisconsin lawmakers to decertify that thing. And That's exactly what needs to happen. Well, All we need is the first one to go. And, and I think that we're probably going to see that now that Carrie Lake has won yes. the GOP primary. Hands Hands down, she's going unless they steal the election, which they tried to do with her. Uh, they didn't have the numbers; they couldn't produce enough ballots and enough ballot harvesting and all the other shenanigans. Uh, and she still pulled it out and won every single county. Yep, in Arizona. That's right. The, and this is just one example of this. What's being described as the red wave that has rhinos and. The communists in the Democrat Party, which is pretty much all of them, Democrat equals communist, uh, they are terrified yep. of what's coming in November. And that's why I was thinking uh, maybe that was the reason for Pelosi's trip to Taiwan. You know, Now we have over 60 incursions. Uh, they've got Taiwan surrounded. Wow. Uh, incursions of, of 
uh, naval and aircraft, and uh, they're calling it an exercise, but still things are being mobilized. Uh, the Western Pacific Fleet and uh, the United States has a ton of military equipment heading that way. There is a major buildup right now. And, uh, you know, I just, something in my, in my my gut, in my instincts are telling me these these people are so vile and there is no end that they will they won't stop at anything to make sure that this gets disrupted oh yeah november yep and uh, including war yep so anyway we'll continue watching that uh you know what they're what they're telling us is obviously you can't trust a communist Oh, you never could. Nobody could. Right. <laughs> you can't trust them as far as you can throw them, and we know that. And, boy, they're proving that every single day for us. But another interesting thing that is happening, and I'm very happy to see it, you had already mentioned this last Friday with Governor DeSantis, who suspended the state attorney, Andrew Warren, for failure to prosecute. And that is an exceptional thing because, oh, my gosh, just just the fact that a governor is calling out the guy that is supposed to be upholding American law and the Constitution, and he's not because he is Soros, he's backed by Soros. You know, right. this is this is a foreign billionaire backing our government elected officials yeah, it's and telling treason. them what to do. It is. It's a treasonous action. And so yep. the fact that, that DeSantis will have none of it, and he actually suspended him for that, that that could be done to all of those remember all of those 86 judges that we we listed as they refused to look at election fraud yes. evidence there were 86 of those judges so the, you know i bet desantis is probably going to get to the bottom of those guys as well in his state that's right well i hope so um you know there right now in new york you know i love seeing this uh talking about a contrast between having a governor running it the right way and then like what's happening in New York, a completely night and day difference yeah. and two different agendas. Um, we call it New York is, uh, you know, that's in new Europe. It's not new England, the new England States we used to call new England States. Now it's new Europe right? Uh, because that's exactly what they are coming. The European type of globalist lemmings. And I love seeing now this first, uh, I guess the first buses just arrived in New York with all of these illegal aliens. Wow! Uh, from Texas, being shipped into New York, and so now, just like in D.C. and just just like clockwork, they're whining and sniveling about what are we going to do with all these people? We're overran. We don't know who these people are. We don't have the logistics to pay for them. Isn't that something that uh, yeah. they can they can cause it to happen to everybody else and not be affected? But I, so that's probably the best thing that uh, Governor Abbott could have done is just instantly started shipping them right to their front door. Right, and of course they were saying, "Well, we're just going to put them on trains and ship them right to Florida." And DeSantis is saying, "No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> nope, not doing that to us. No, you deal with it. Yeah, you you put them up. You feed them. You take care of them." And no, no sniveling about how you can't afford it and you're just totally overrun because as long as, you know, out of sight, out of mind, as long as it's happening on the southern border, you can, the news can suppress it. Uh, nobody can see it. It's out in the desert. It's in the middle of nowhere. Well, and, and then Carrie Lake, if she gets the governorship, she's going to declare war 
and she's going to declare invasion at the border. So, Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I'm excited about so that. So many people are so scared and desperate. They're going to do desperate things. Watch the other hand. That's right. All yep. right, guys. Well, we're out of time. Join us tomorrow morning for Trump Tuesday at 7 a.m. right here for the morning commute. That's right. You all have a marvelous monochromatic Monday and blessings to all of you Christian patriots out there.